say know. you did it I again. Oh, good morning. <laughs> See, I told you I'd miss it. Good morning, and welcome to your daily gateways. I'm sorry. Don't yell at me. Do you deal with ADHD at all? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, not for myself though. It was yeah. just because I was excited because I have someone sitting here with me. But anyway, good morning, Lou. But My every lovely opening, Lou Blasi is sitting Works with out me. the same way. You look at me. You look at me. You look at me. When it comes time for me to cue you, you're looking somewhere else. That's because I was busy. Yeah. Talking to someone I haven't seen in a very long time in person. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thank this you is, for the thank you for the invitation. You're very welcome. I figured you needed to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I haven't missed a day in the office. Neither have I. I haven't been working. I haven't been working at all. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? That's no, good. No, no, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. Um, so, for people that don't know who's talking to me yet, because I haven't introduced him, this is Jeff Shank. He's with Andover Advisory. He's a financial advisor, and I invited him here today because it's you know turnaround is fair play when he had me on his show. Oh, that's right. On mine. You've been on a couple um, times. You what? That's the only reason. Yes, it's the only reason why I had him on, Lou. He's going to be a Should tough we pay one. A debt? He's, no, yes, oh, okay. yes, exactly. That's exactly why. So the reason why he's here today is because um, I thought it would be really cool to talk about financial behavioral finances and like taking the stigma out of the psychology of the fear of money. And, you know, if you have a thousand dollars, you don't think you can invest it. Or if you have like what you think is no money and you're not a millionaire, why bother having an advisor and right. and all these things. So right. I, I thought we'd talk about that today and okay. the psychology of it and, and and it will go along the way of all those things. But before we do that, I have yes. to do a couple things first. People have asked me about how Mush is. Do you know about my cat Mush? He has cancer. I heard, yes. So he so so I'm either gonna have how did you an hear? extra foot. Jeff, how did you hear? How did you hear? He said. Uh, through the grapevine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you mentioned. I think you mentioned it. Uh, oh, at the at, meeting. At one of our meetings. Yeah. Right? Okay. So either I'm going to have an extra foot, and pardon the reference, but like an extra like genitalia piece or something, because every time I give him his chemotherapy, which is a home treatment, yes. he cheeks it and spits it out at me, and then we have, we've got you know yep. chemo abound. Uh, so we're only a week and a half in. I've got 51 more weeks of it. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, in a few weeks, if I come in with an extra appendage, you know why. So he's doing very well, though. <laughs> good, to, good to for everyone that keeps asking me. So that's kind of really rooting good. for that at this point. Exactly, um, and then I have to pay. I have a couple of clients that give Lou and myself some wonderful oh. things, and I forgot to bring them this oh. morning because I was so excited to come to see Jeff Shank that I forgot them. But I will bring them next week. But I had Dot, who gives us the yummies. She brought yes. me a huge thing of what I would say is bizarrely large. Zucchini and squash yesterday, oh, really? and um, a plethora of tomatoes and such. And then I have another client that gave us some stuff, and it was wonderful. And I didn't bring that either. But <laughs> thing of heirloom tomatoes oh. and, and cucumbers and other things, and that's Josh. So thank you. Nice. I have to do that because people are like coming out right. of the right now and doing those yes, wonderful absolutely. things because they listen yeah. and so on and so forth. I don't think any. I don't think any of my uh, my audience uh, sends me uh, food stuffs. Uh, no. To, maybe I should ask. Ne get, you don't send don't me any either. Special, we yeah. get special treats. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. So down to business. So so Jeff yes. Shank is an, a financial advisor here in Andover, Massachusetts. Yes. And you've been here for, you know, years and years and years. How many years? So actually, I've been in the business since um, 1978, believe it or not. I, I, was, was, just, I was just 14, I was 14 just years old. I was a baby. <laughs> um, and... Um, uh, worked for a uh, firm for about 18 years and decided that um, what I wanted to do was uh, become independent. Um, that way I could provide a, an objective mm -hmm. um, approach to, uh, for my clients' uh, financial, uh, financial needs. And uh, that was 1996, if I didn't, if I didn't uh, mention that. And um, I was still dubbed, a baby. The, uh, <laughs> dubbed the uh, company uh, Andover Advisory Group, and it's a registered investment advisor. Very cool. Yeah. And what does a registered investment advisor do? Uh, well, a uh, registered investment advisor is someone who provides investment advice, uh, including financial planning, and um, the, they do so as a fiduciary. Okay. And so I, my, I have to align uh, my, my interests with my client's interests, essentially, and look out for my clients first. Whereas there's other financial advisors out there, uh, so-called financial advisors who um, don't have the same duty mm -hmm. to their clients and actually can uh, and will in many cases 
uh, recommend something that may not be totally suitable and then use their non-fiduciary relationship as an excuse for uh, making uh, bad recommendations. Oh. Yes. So given that, doesn't that sound scary when he talks big like that? A lot of people are going to listen and say, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, what is fiduciary? Like, I know what it means. So I'm being, I'm doing this as a, as a right. point of people actually. So in my practice right now, there's a couple of things that come up. One, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Um, but the other thing is, you know, working and money. And how do yeah. you take this time right. to... You know, people aren't working. Some, you know, many people are now, but some people aren't working, and so they're trying to make their ends meet, and they're right. trying to. And, oh, how could they invest now because they're not making money and all these. Yeah. So, so there's all these pieces, which is one of the reasons why I thought it'd be interesting to talk to you about, like how do I, how do I help other people from a psychological perspective, um, guide them towards you, even if they aren't making a million dollars a year or a couple thousand dollars every week or something like that. You don't have to have the right answer because obviously he can't give the advice and you did want to do your disclaimer on certain things about yes. that. But but taking the stigma out of that fear of what does that word like fiduciary mean? What, that's too scary. People run away from that, you know, because they don't know what that even means because it's out of their realm. Mm -hmm. so. Well, let me give you an example okay. uh, based on what you just said. Okay. Okay. You said that they're, uh, you're talking to people who are concerned about their finances because they're out of work because right. of the, the, the virus, right? Right. And um, you uh, said that um, they may be wondering why or if they should be investing at this point sure. in time when they are focused on or maybe concerned about paying the mortgage, right? Well, um, as a fiduciary, uh, I have to, to look out for the uh, client's best interest and they may have a valid point. Mm -hmm. And this may not be the best time to invest because they do need liquidity. And so my advice to that, like that. that, that, my advice to that particular client might be, you're absolutely right. Maybe this is not the time for you to be making additional investments. Maybe this is a time for you to be raising cash and having uh, uh, liquid assets in order to uh, have a, an emergency fund mm -hmm. available if things go from bad to worse. I'm right. not suggesting that they right, will, right. but, but that making that plan. So it's not just correct. taking someone and saying, yeah. Oh, you've got, um, you've got money here. So let's just invest it. Right. You're actually looking at their whole, their whole picture right. and not just being an advisor to just what they have. It's about, Hey, make a plan for the future and then down the line, possibly do that. But right, right now it's this, this, and this. And so, so to make the distinction, the advisor who is getting paid, if you make those investments, right. may not be recommending the same uh, the same thing that I would because there's no compensation for them, right? Unless right. they are making those investments right. and they may be giving them bad advices as a, uh, as a result. So why would anyone then want to go to anybody else than someone like you? Because I can't think of any reason, <laughs> at all, honestly. Well, it's true, right? Because that's, I mean, it's kind of like the whole package. Right, exactly. Because you're not going to someone, and, and I know I could pick a, a couple different places I know over the years I've used, and, and that's exactly, they don't do that. They do, right. they just take, you know, your money and right. invest it, and right. they don't do any let's look out for you, right. which is kind of scary. Really, they really don't do much planning at all. No, it's just they yeah. take your money and... right. Right? Is that what your experience is? My experience is with Jeff, so, so oh, that's, that's oh, the extent see, of my experience. See, see you, now you added all the, the family thing here. We got the yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I could uh, just add one more thing Absolutely. to that. Um, so um, another example of where the planning comes into to play is for that person who is in a position right mm -hmm. now where they're concerned about um, making the the uh, the mortgage payment uh, right. paying the paying the uh, the bills they're looking at their financial situation and maybe they've had a retirement plan that they've uh, accumulated some assets and, mm -hmm. and now they're saying hey well here's some money that i could use in order to meet my regular obligations right they have to be very careful about how they were to access those funds and without the knowledge uh, that we can uh, give them uh, they may end up making a mistake that could cost them a lot of money in, in additional taxes. And See, so there's, an odd, there's a lot of new rules that have come out as a res in response to the, to the virus that give people access to the retirement funds without, negative, the, without ha actually having the negative tax impact. See, and I think that that's what, one of the things that makes people afraid. Of, because then they hear some of that, right? And I know that right. some of my clients have talked to me about those particular pieces of like their finances and get afraid to then do anything because right. they're so 
worried if they do something that it will mess up down the line their future or even next year or <laughs> two weeks from now right, right? Yeah. so yeah. so so what are the kinds of things that you would kind of generalize to people if you if you could give like a generalizable kind of thing to someone to take their anxiety down around the things that you were just saying a little bit like um like you know generally speaking yeah. I, I, i'm trying to um um respond uh, in a way that, that makes sense, okay? So you mm -hmm. said, generally speaking, um, how, what would I say to bring people's anxiety mm -hmm. down in this, in this particular? Right. Um, I would say that in my experience, having a plan mm -hmm. solves a lot of these problems. And once you see a solution to those, to those problems, that can help take the anxiety down, right? Yeah, see, this is why we have him, because this is like all psychology that I do. It's planning, but people don't like to plan, you know. I know. Yes, <laughs> human, don't I know. Human nature, as such, and, right. and, 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 that's, and that's a what we talk about a lot, Lou, is that yeah. people struggle with the plan. It's like they want the quick fix. They just want you to do it. You know, they come to me and say, well, right. fix it. Yep. It's like coming to you, fix it. Fix it. And then, then you, right. when you say, well, you have to make a plan, they look at you like, wait, what? Yep. Plan? That's what you're supposed to be here for. That's what they look at me for. So, so And I take that responsibility. Right. And I'm, I'm happy to, to write the plan. But without the inputs, without the, you know their goals, what they're trying to accomplish, without them taking a little bit of time to give me the information that I need in order to put that plan together, then I can't, obviously I can't uh, provide a solution. I can't provide a right. recommendation that makes sense. So, so, so in general, people, then yes. like if I, if I was to see my clients today and they were asking me that besides sending them to you, I could also say, you're going to have to make a plan yeah. and you're going to have to really sit with what you want as a goal in the future and try to figure out do you want to have money saved do you want to buy a house do you want it's so it's not about because most people when they talk to me about when I say go see a financial planner or right. a financial advisor they immediately get that response of I don't have enough money and so that's the that's the first line that people go to and I yeah. and I often say you don't have to have a ton of money it's not about that so it's similar to what I tell them in the regular pieces of their psychology. It's just we have to have a plan in place, or else if you don't, we share a client. So we'll get all about the fact we do share a client right now that it's it works. I think well for that client because the plan that I put in place for that person also is very yeah. useful for how you plan as well because I think that's the style that works best for that client. But not all clients work like that because they struggle with plans. They want people to do it for them. Right. Couple of things you just yes. you just said things that, that uh, a couple of things that I that I wanted to comment on. First of all, um, I do get that a lot where people say, "Well, I don't have a lot of money to." Uh, um, does financial planning make sense to me? And right. my uh, my initial response is usually, "You don't want that to be a permanent situation." Right. Well, until you do the plan, you're probably going to be stuck, stuck. Where, right. where you're at, right? right. Uh, so planning can help you to get out of that situation and start to. Um, um, grow those assets, right. um, and 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 and, and uh, the way that that uh, they, I um, create plans is we we integrate everything together. And one of the key components is your income tax situation. Mm -hmm. In a lot of cases, what we'll do is we'll find savings and income taxes that can help them to put more put mon money away money away for right. for the uh, for the future. Um, but you you um, um, you also uh, mentioned um, that we had this. Uh, client in, 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 common. in common, right? And um, a lot of times I end up um, uh, dabbling a little bit too much in in psychology because <laughs> because my my uh, my my clients are are uh, uh, asking me questions. Are they the, uh, divorce situations, for example, yeah. or something just happened that's you know a uh, uh, a traumatic uh, uh, event in their event lives, in their lives or, or something right. like that, right? And so, and and so I get these I get these these uh, uh, questions about relationships, for example, uh -huh. that I don't really want to discuss, <laughs> but I'm put on but I'm I'm put on the spot. So what I was going to say is if if all of my clients had had uh, if all of my clients were joint <laughs> clients, that, right? We could have mutual clients. That would be fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think, yes. but I think that's a good point about the fact that I think so many people separate out 
many life topics and don't realize how psychology plays into them and that's one of the reasons right. aside from the payback of having you on yes. is that I wanted you here is yeah. because I think that given the time that we're in and given the stigma that people have and the embarrassment they have if they don't have money in their mind their perception of that and then some shame issues of feeling embarrassed coming feeling like they're less than because that's what I yeah. hear right yeah. all these things I think that's super important that people realize that you know, talking to someone like you, even if you have to handle some of the psychology pieces of it, um, you know, oftentimes you have someone in your back pocket like me to be able to help right. you along or, or get that going because where it's not as awful or embarrassing or humiliating because that's what I hear a lot is like, I don't want anyone to know my finances because it's embarrassing or either because they mismanage, they don't think that they manage it right. They don't have enough to... I mean, there's all those pieces. I think you see that yeah. all, and people put on their public persona or whatever to make themselves feel like they're okay with you, but that's a huge piece of sometimes getting able to help them better because that's in the way. Well, actually, I think you mentioned probably the most common reason why people fail mm. to put together a financial plan is because, generally speaking, they need help, um, and they are embarrassed mm -hmm. uh, in many cases and reluctant to share these their personal financial situation with somebody else. Right. 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 For fear of being embarrassed. By right. It, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Judgment. Judgment. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be judged for you know the the little bit of money I perceive that I have in comparison to how many people you have that must be millionaires. Right. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I hear. And yeah. And then it's it you know oftentimes my conversation with people is. It has nothing to do with what everybody else has. It has to do right. with it. It's not about, they're not looking at you. You're not looking at your client saying, oh, wow, you're not as rich as oh. Joe Jones down the down the street. Uh, you know, yeah. you're, it's, but people don't think that way. And so, and they and assume is, that I'm making they, a judgment. They well, they assume, assume right. And they're not thinking about the psychology piece yeah. that each person's an individual and you're not really looking at that, you know. I, and I, and, People have biases because they're turned away. I've had a couple of clients that, you know, they didn't have enough to invest according to the person they went to. You know, you come back when you have X amount. And oh, really? that's, oh, really? yes. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, this is years before I met you, so yeah. I don't send people to other yeah. people now. But that's what they hear. And I've heard other people talk about how yeah. they've been shamed or embarrassed to even go back or even consider that because they just... You know, the person's like, you know, you don't come in the door essentially until you've hit 50,000 or something yeah. like that. And it's right. like... That's it. You've lost the person, and they they don't know how. Then they they're done. They they're they're doomed to fail over and over, right. or be stuck in the concept that they've been in because that's all they've got. That's yeah. all they know, yeah. and they won't tell anyone else because if if the financial advisor is going to sort of shame them or put them down and make them feel bad about how little they have, then why yeah. why bother going and putting themselves in that position anyway? So so what would be something generalizable, not like specific to any one thing that you would think that would Helps destigmatize that piece. Destigmatize de yeah. their reluctance or their their the, um, the worry uh, about judgment. Yeah, um, I know it's a hard question. Yeah, to right, yeah. When someone says I don't have enough money, how do you respond? <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> do you see that? I don't. I well, I I, I think um, again. My my initial response is that um, <clears throat> you don't want that to be the situation forever. And the only way that that's going to change, right. and actually the response is, hey, do you want that to change? If, the, if you do want that to change, well, then I'm confident because I've been doing this long enough that uh, by putting together a plan, um, it will change. And the first step is to um, figure out what your goals are. Share that with me. Um, and um, we can generally find out what the issues are and figure out a way to get them out of that, get them out of that situation. Um, and the other, I th I'll, I'll tell you another reason why people are reluctant to hire a financial advisor. And that's what they'd be doing if they if they worked with me. They'd be hiring a financial advisor, a personal financial advisor. Um, is the cost that's associated is associated with that, mm -hmm. and that's understandable, mm -hmm. right? Um, two things. One, um, usually we can justify the fees that we charge with savings in other areas, uh, like taxes for example right right if we can't do that generally speaking what we'll do is we'll adjust our fees uh, uh, accordingly. accordingly yeah right. um, and then secondly we have a lot of um, free tools uh, available 
to people who just want to kind of get an idea of where they're at right now and they want to start doing some basic financial uh, planning we have some free tools available online that they can that they can take advantage of and start doing the planning on their own Ooh. before they before they actually uh, engage us what would those what would those tools be to well, name we, a one or two well we have we have a um, um, an, an online financial manager yes where you can sign up Mm -hmm. And then you can uh, plug in all your all your information. It's also an account aggregator, so you can mm -hmm. bring in all of your different accounts, your bank accounts, your your four hundred one k plans, your IRAs, all in one place. So you can see what everything uh, where everything is, mm -hmm. and get a, and get a total mm -hmm. uh, value, a big picture, right. look at your situation, and then some basic financial planning tools like budgeting and uh, retirement projections and that sort of thing. So we'll do it for you. you. It will. It will do it all for you, and and we don't aren't we aren't necessarily involved in that, and there's no cost to the see, individual. See, that's a, to do see, that. I think that's a great first step, actually, for people that I'm I'm sort of talking about the initial steps for people yeah. that one, you know how people love to hide behind the computer, and then they don't have to be ashamed and embarrassed because they don't think that right. anyone's behind the computer the, behind the computer looking, right? The, you know, because there's some people that actually think there's like you know a little person, yeah. Uh, you know, behind the computer doing, you know, like on Wizard of Oz, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I've had people say yeah. that. Uh, they believe that. I'm not kidding. I really actually have people think that there's like someone behind like behind the ATM, the, the ATM machine doing like the transactional yeah. thing. <laughs> I've had, I have some stories. Um, so, but there's I a think teller that's in a that great, little box. It, what? There's a teller in that little box. Mm -hmm. Well, I've had clients that believe that that's true. Little tellers. Well, I wasn't saying little I, I wasn't saying little people as in little people as in leprechauns or little people. I was just saying that there's like little people yeah. like there's a person behind there. Yeah. yeah. But I guess you could think of it that way. Um, but I think that's a great way to get people to initially get into doing this and maybe taking some of the stigma down because right. they don't have to face to face. I think when people have to do that right. face to face and right. look at you and they're looking for the nonverbal of are you judging me what's there because there's a lot of people i work with that don't have 401ks or don't have set iras or don't have or they've been in divorces and don't have the savings and don't, so they would much rather go online and right and and get a picture of okay this is what it's going to look like or this is how it feels so that's yeah there's some there are similar financial tools out there i just mm -hmm. want to everybody to know um and they're free but they're supported by advertisers Ah. And so you sign up for these things, and you start putting in all your information. And then they start paying and then you. They, and they start sending you ads about, you know, hey, your credit card. You're paying a lot of interest on your yeah. credit card. And then the credit card companies are sending you um, so, uh, so that's offers. the that's the word right. of the word of warning or the cautionary note is right. Except that with our with the tool that we use, yes, there is no such. Uh, uh, use of your information oh, good. for for advertisers. So it is. So you come on. It's totally uh, um, totally free, and uh, we don't um, uh, use that information. Sell it to to, uh, uh, mm -hmm. to advertisers, basically. One of the so, things I think you two have in common, and this brings us to that, yes. is that when you get into these aggregators, which is what Jeff's talking about, and you start to pay attention to where your money's going, you become more aware of your spending patterns and yeah. the, your patterns of behavior. And awareness, as you know, in your business, is the first step towards trying to figure these things out, right? right. Yes. So that awareness yeah. level is a great place to start. Exactly. I, yeah. I spend what at Dunkin' Donuts every month? And we've talked about that, yeah. right? And how much people, when you realize how much money you spend either at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or, or on cigarettes, right? People cigarettes, who, yeah. or, or alcohol, just at the basic. When I do that alcohol. with clients, they just about fall over because I'm like, look how much money you could save just by cutting yep. that in half on a weekly yep. basis. Yep. And then many clients are motivated enough when I do numbers with them just as a basic thing like that to go, oh, I'm going to do that. And it saves them, some people, $500, $600, $700 a week or more on between the three or four of those things I just mentioned. A week or a month? A week. A week? Between Dunkin'. You know how much money you can Seriously? spend at Dunkin' Donuts? Well, yeah. think about this, right? If you're a cigarette smoker and you're, you're carting a week, right? How, do you know how much they are? I do not know. Well, see, I know all these things because <laughs> I have I do clients. not know how much cigarettes. Okay, so yeah. it can run anywhere from 30 to 50 to $60 a week on a carton. Okay. So if you're a chain smoker, which... People are right, yes. right. So you've got that a week. Yeah. Plus, you've got you're addicted to caffeine. You're addicted to caffeine. That yes. can. I have clients that run twenty dollars a day at least at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Then they do takeout at least once a day. Either lunch, it's fifteen twenty dollars. So it's one hundred fifty. And what'd you say? 
lunch? Or, uh, like, oh, oh, like lunch oh, instead out, of bringing right? your, your you own lunch. You steady bring your lunch. Okay. And then you add in some, you know, a couple times a week of going out to dinner or getting takeout. Now you're at a couple hundred oh, okay. dollars. Yeah. And then you add in a hundred bucks of alcohol. We're at five, six hundred dollars. Just in that alone. Okay. What? No, no, you're it's right. It's true. Well, no, when you, no, when you include, when you include dining out, then that can, that can, uh, well, right. And, and, and now it's been yeah. takeout because people have yeah. been doing that. So right. this is like the things I've been encountering is that right. people are, but, but before that, well, they were, what you're saying is you could easily identify ways that they could save some money. Right. And that even and, if they took one of those yeah. things and backed it down by half, how much yeah. money over the year. And, you know, and right. I mean, I don't do what you do, but yeah. as a way so, to get them motivated in my office, that's what I say. Hey, look at that. And how much 12 months would save you if you just cut out that. So generally speaking, yes, when I start talking budgeting with, uh, with clients, I get a lot of resistance. Of course okay. you do. A lot of resistance. Um, You're taking your like fun the, away. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so one way, one way to to look at it a little bit differently. Yes. Right. Yes. Is um, by saying by uh, by talking up, looking at it um, as if you're paying yourself first. Right. Right. So right. what? Who who should you be putting money away for? Who, who should you be spending money on? Well, spend it on yourself first. And what I what I suggest is you start with 10%. Mm -hmm. So just say, hey, 10% of everything that I make, I'm going to be for putting me. away for me for the future. Uh, some future goal, whether it be uh, saving money for your, uh, to buy a house or for eventually for retirement. Or so even it's 10% for savings. 10% for savings. So it's not 10% for me to go to buy a new bathing in, suit. To, no. But that's what people right. do. So, so that's what Good I would point. get, right? It's, that's a spending see, account, not a savings okay, account. Okay, so that's what right. people would ask me. They'd right. say, oh, 10% for me, and they'd go right to that. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, but oh, that's, that's right where I went. I went to yeah. many clients in my head that would go, oh, oh. I'm going down to Marshall's. That's, that's more, right. that's, but... No, that's, that's, why I for, to do. that's for savings. Right, so ten percent. Put money off the away top. for a long-term goal. Right. right, that gets you in the habit. Mm -hmm. Right, should be probably higher than that. But let's start. Yeah, because my dad always taught me twenty-five percent off the top. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I don't I do like that, but twenty-five percent off the top. Yeah. I, I I'm not always good at that, but nonetheless. No. Okay. Well, because I'll you know take it to Marshalls. <laughs> And then you spend whatever's left. Okay. And there's your budget. Okay. And wh however you want to spend it. Right. It doesn't matter. That's the problem. People think that you're you're trying to take away, Way. as you said, right. the the uh, the pleasures in life, and that's not what we're trying right. to do. What we're trying to do is get you to see the the advantages right. and the benefits of setting aside a certain amount. Um, and if you do that in a in a company retirement plan because of the tax benefits. Um, it really doesn't work out to 10%. Right. It might work out to 7% right. net of right. your, of of your, your uh, gross income. Yeah. Right. Well, it's going away from, like Lou was just saying about the awareness piece, but it's going away from getting people out of the um, all or nothing thinking. Right. Like when you say the 10% right. or right. you say we're going to budget, that budget immediately for most people goes to restrict, yeah. you know, deficit me. And that's no fun. And, right. and especially right now, which is one of the timely things I want to talk about here is that people are looking for fun. There's nothing to do. So if you're here, but you know, I've saved more money in the past six months than I have probably in 10 years. I was going to say, because I'm not going often, out and I'm not yeah. doing as much of the stuff. Yeah. How often have you guys heard this in the last few months where I've got, suddenly I've got so much money Yeah. because they're not spending it in restaurants and they're not going out all the time and they're not pleasure seeking and just looking you know bored you talk about you know just reacting to boredom all the time right people That's, can't go anywhere or spend any money so they're sitting all of a sudden i got a bunch of money yeah yeah and if you thought that maybe it was just you it's actually showing up in the data the personal savings rate is through yeah. the roof we've never as a as a country saved as much money as we have in the in the past in the past few months yeah because you can't spend it because you can't spend it yeah well but you can. Can. Yeah, that and the and the yeah. um, income transfers like the unemployment benefits and that sort of thing that people are getting, which in some cases it's nice, but they don't actually really need it to spend, and so it's just going into the bank instead of. And they're um, holding being spent. on to it. Yeah. Another commonality you guys might have, and you talk about you do deal with clients with weight loss all the time. Yes. You're dealing with personal savings and and planning, and getting those first steps going and starting to put money in the bank or starting to lose uh, weight. You gain a momentum. You start to That's get right. yes. you, st you start yeah. to get interested in that. You start to get attached right. to that number yeah. in the bank, and one if you can get a few steps into it, you, you tend to get, gather yeah. some momentum. It's a change. It's a change in behavior. Yeah. 
Yeah, and well, and, and, and well, and it's that's a motivator to see it, and yeah. that's that's why I right. brought up the comment of like the the cigarettes, the yeah. you know the Starbucks, the Dunkin' Donuts, because once you see them, once you, a person sees even after a week of trying it, and you ask them to do that, similar with you know weight loss, yeah. you're going to lose a pound or two, and all of a sudden you start seeing the, the person's benefits. like, oh, yeah. it's just getting the it's getting a person motivated. That's always my challenge, and I think it sounds like it's yours too. Is my challenge is get people to do that first. Yeah. The first baby step or two, because, you know, the, and we've talked about this, is being at the bottom stair, and you want to be at the top stair, 10 stairs in between, and they want to, like, catapult themselves. Right. And I, you know, I say, you well, you got, sometimes you can skip a step, but by and large, you really need to take one step at a time, and people don't like to do that, because they... Things that come easy feel like they're automatic, and I always point out that the thing that came easy didn't come automatically. You actually did those stairs, but because it was easy, you don't think of it like that. But, but do you blame people really? No. For uh, especially in in modern society, no. where they're being constantly being bombarded with the get rich quick, quick. scheme or the you know right. uh, instant success. No. Right. Right. Uh, uh, lose thirty pounds in in thirty Four days seconds. or whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly. So they, that's their expectation. Right. Right. They don't realize that there's there's some work involved. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it, and that's why the it's a multi billion dollar. Not to get off the topic, but we are. Yeah. This is still financial, but. Yeah the multi-billion dollar business of diet pills mm. yeah. because yeah. people buy into the concept that you know some of these and some of Instant. them do actually work a little bit but they you know the misnomer is that they see people that you know lose 50 pounds in in a month well that's because they're 450 pounds and so people yeah. that are overweight you know the the bigger you are the more weight you hold the faster you lose that first 50. So that's what yeah. it's gearing towards. But people don't yeah. see that when they see the TV and the very svelte, beautiful body that's like, I lost 50 pounds. Right. <laughs> but you were also, yeah. you started at, you know, 600. Right. Not, and not exaggerating. You know, now they're 150, but they right. lost the first 50 pounds because in a month they could. And that's, but people don't right. think like and that. So, so their, they, expecta their expectation is that this is going to be easy. Right. Exactly. And then they complain when it fails for them because it doesn't <laughs> right. work. Exactly. So it's, it's the same, same thing. thing with you yeah. is that, you know, people should have that same image in their head that I give them that you are giving them is that, you know, this is a step-by-step -step plan and you'll right. see the payout. Right. You know, and I, and I use the year mark with people. I'm like a year from now, this will have changed. But right now, you'll see after a month that we'll see something. And I usually can, you know, I can predict out based on each client what they'll see. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that with a financial plan a little bit. Maybe you might be able to project can't out. Can't make any guarantees. No, but, but you yeah, can we, do, can well, set, we can set miles, we can set milestones and well, say that's this. Well, right, yeah, right, right. So, so if you I do this, this is where we should be right. a year from now. Right. And yeah. so that, that's the same thing. So that's why it's nice that we go hand in hand in that way is that you can give predictors that right. aren't guarantees, but you can say, right. if you stay this course, right, right if, if you use your techniques, right, then right. you know that it's likely or more than likely that it's going to be right. on this good path. But stuff happens. Yeah, well, that's like pandemics, for right. example, <laughs> right? Yeah. And what I find is that if you did, do have that plan, you have a system to fall back on. Right. Because now you can go in and you can say, okay, what what do I have to do? You know, right. What changes do I have to make? Right. And the fact that you started that plan and that you actually probably have some money saved up, saved saved your butt because you could pay the mortgage for for, right. uh, for a couple of months right. without having to. Uh, uh, extended or take advantage of some government uh, program. Right? Well, well, yeah. Well, so and I have some clients that are getting unemployment and they're getting more money than they've ever made in their lifetime, and they're spending through yeah. it. So I have yeah. that other side too exactly. that they're they're blowing through it. They're now go they they're avid golfers and they weren't able to golf in the same As way. And now they're yeah. now they're like oh now they have the time and the money and now they have the time <laughs> and the money. So and I you know oh, I no. have that cringe when I see yeah. them like. You know, because I'm like you're, it, you're about to not have that, and you're still not working. And in all the seriousness ways that we talk, I I do say to them, what are you going to do? And it's such a ugh, right over the the, the, so the I have bow. A, I, yeah. have a, I have a you question have, for you. Yes. I have a, so how often uh, with your uh, with your patients does the issue of money uh, come up? I mean, is it all the like, time? All the time. It's yeah. like well, right now it wasn't like if we were talking last year. Maybe not. As it much. would be. Yeah. Mm, you know, maybe a couple times a week, but yeah. now, daily. Yeah. With many. Yeah. Well, yes. what's the biggest stressor? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's among, finances are among the biggest stressors that people face on a day-to-day -day basis. Would you? What would your advice be to a financial advisor 
um, who um, wants to know what they can do, let's say, regularly uh, in their communications with the clients and that sort of thing in order to uh, alleviate their uh, uh, anxiety and concerns so, about money. So that's, a, oh, look at that, he puts me on the spot. Did you see that? He <laughs> yep. turned that around on me. Um, so, well, it's... For, I, I'm here, I think I'd get some free advice. Yeah. Well, so, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh, that's always actually an interesting question because people ask me that in their businesses all the time of yeah. like how the turnaround is. So so the first thing is that's a hard thing to answer because it's always based individually. Sure. So so it, it right. depends. Right. So I'm asking generally speaking. So yeah. well, it depends. But it, it's difficult in this case because Jeff's talking to qualified individuals. In other words, people that you're in contact with already understand the value of planning. Absolutely. So, that doesn't mean they're not anxious about about the future. Of course. And yeah. what's going on. Right. So, right. so it so it depends, and and to get a person to, to look at their goals or to be on board or things like that, you have to. I would I would be appealing more to their their day to day, like how it impacts them, and like you know if you did like giving examples and being like if you do this, this is what it looks like in real time versus more ethereal. People do better with applied examples. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go into school and someone teaches you math by just giving you the numbers on the board, that doesn't work for me. But most people, I think, are visual and kinetic learners in yeah. general, which is you saying to them, here's a real-time example given the person's circumstance. Like, you know, you want to, you like vacations in Cabo. I like vacations in Cabo. <laughs> so, so, you know. He so likes you vacations, like vacations in, in Cabo. And if you do this, this, <laughs> and this, this is what gets you. Like, so you're you're motivating them by giving them their own life story with the information to turn it around. Okay. So you have to know the client at right. least somewhat. And you can do that off of the first time to say, we can tailor it to your own story. Does that make sense? Yes. But you're saying that there isn't really no uh, generalization that you can make and, and, and just say step-by-step, uh, um, step, you know, uh, one, two, three. Here, here's here's five point five pointers or ten pointers to 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 uh, um, uh, make sense of what's going on in the world today. No, Jeff There's wants no? a math equation, a psychologist. I know. He's, he, <laughs> see, he's like my clients. He's yeah. looking for the like the the. Yes. The list. Exactly. Yeah, the list. I'm the looking list. for the list. Yeah. The list. Ten well, points. Ten points to to uh, to relieve your anxiety during the uh, coronavirus. Go uh, for a run. There you go. See. I, <laughs> I know, but it's. Not Go for a run, go for a bike ride. Yeah, Don't exercise, eat. generally speaking, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, go ahead. Do go you ahead. see that? <laughs> the banter, oh, the banter. Um, uh, eat right, get good sleep, because you make better decisions, less okay. anxiety, yeah. um, because people worry about money if we're keeping it on the topic, right? Yeah, so right. these are, you know, so, um, and like last week, be kind. Okay, that's, <laughs> okay. It's true. Yeah, be kind. He's giving me yeah. a hard time. Yeah. Be yeah. kind. It's important to like people's yes. psyche. No, I, I agree. Because if people are angry, resentful, and you know, they don't. You mean with interactions with other people? Yes. Like that you're dealing yes. with on a, on a day-to-day basis, yes. telephone calls, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, because why? Be why do you think that's important? Why do I think that's important? Yes. Why would Why would what I just said about being kind be important to? Well, I think it, I think it makes you feel better. Right. You may not think that way, but right. I think it makes you feel better. Right. But at the same time, it's also. Um, uh, helping the person that you're interacting with to feel better about themselves. Exactly, right? even a stranger. Yeah. And it helps you make better decisions. When your head's in the right spot, yeah. from exercise, eating right, sleeping, being um, socially interactive, even if we're not like close to each right. other, all these things, um, having you know uh, um, interest or you're, you're doing right. something every day, that's a, uh, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. you're, you're actually going to make better plans because you're keeping yourself organized okay. the more disorganized you are the more anxiety comes up the less likely you're going to pursue something like you or me for yeah. help because you're just living your life as a sorry to put you on a spot and and but the, i think i think you did i think you did, that's you exactly did no i think oh, that that was you. exactly what i was looking for thank you Let, let's go back to your golfer guy because he fascinates me Okay. He's, he's gone through this whole pandemic on un, unemployment insurance and yes. has gotten $600 a week yes. extra for, what, three months now? Well, he, yes. Well, so here's the interesting thing. He wasn't getting anything and he, because he was, they had, they had 
something happened and but he got it all retro up, oh is like, that right? so he'd been sitting with nothing yeah. for two and a half almost three months and then he got everything retro and all of a sudden it was game on so the first advice is you, you give you be kind to him you don't yes. you don't call him an idiot <laughs> for spending all this money <laughs> right? i love it <laughs> yes I, I was kind to him you open a kind approach yes but how can you how does it not work with people where you look at them and go listen take 200 of that 600 a week go nuts take 400 put it away so i uh, so i because do so i do recommend money. that to them yeah. to him so if we take him as an example i did once he got all that money because it was quite the large sum which is unusual because people have been getting it right. all along and saving it i said to him i said because when he started telling me all the plans he made and 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 he and he's not working i said listen <laughs> it's going to end and then yeah. you're you know you need to put it aside and he heard me whether or not yeah. you know it's kind of like you'll make suggestions whether people listen or not you know because, I, because jeff correct me if i'm wrong here i'm guessing the biggest financial epiphany for most people in their day-to-day financial life is when they get to the point where they have some money in the bank and it's not paycheck to paycheck and it's if something comes up i can handle this for a little bit yeah that's a huge point in Actually, yeah, people's absolutely. financial lives yeah when they have some money in the bank and it's like if I lose my job, if I get sick, if I miss two weeks during the pandemic, I'm okay. Yeah, if you don't have one, the first thing you should be doing with that 10% is is uh, building an emergency fund. Yeah. Six months liquid cash that you could uh, dip into if you lost your job or yeah. something happened, you just couldn't work. That whole stress, and you've yeah. probably seen that, uh, that whole stress of just meeting the bills on a 30-day cycle. Right. Just being out of that, where I'm going to handle the bills this month, you know, and right. I'm going to yeah. have some a little money left over in the bank. It doesn't have to be a ton, but you've got a margin to work with. And, right, and that, yeah. so that's the so. Although I'm not a financial advisor, part of my planning with clients that are having the financial issue as their stressor is that that's what we talk we talk about planning with, you know, that in mind. That would you know, wouldn't it be helpful if you did this because then down the road you'll have this in case. And people don't really, I mean, surprisingly, people don't actually think like that. When I, if people are surprised when I say that. They're like, oh, I didn't think about that, or I hadn't thought that way. I mean, some people do, but by and large, I have people that just don't think like that. Right. Yeah. And, and right? these are people over many income structures. Yes, this you probably find this. People living paycheck to paycheck and just, just trying to meet bills at various income levels it's not just people not making a lot doesn't of money. matter how much you make right yeah right doesn't matter how much you make people generally spend everything that they make and more yeah yeah i right. mean i yeah, yeah i wouldn't say it's any one particular no. amount of socioeconomic status or no. whatever i find it yeah. just equally distributed across the board of the same human yeah. nature kind of response yeah. to i have money and it's exciting and yeah and I'm not thinking about what will happen in a month when I don't have that or I don't have a nest egg. I do have a tip for your golfer. Yes. Unemployment benefits? Yes. Are taxable. Yeah, income. there's yeah, that I, too. Yeah. Well, so I told him that. I, I did tell him that. And By his, the way, his family disagreed. He came back to me and told me that. So I don't, they I don't get it I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. So I didn't get his family disagreed. That his, family family, disagreed. his family disagreed. His family disagreed. He went back and asked so like family multiple live in Massachusetts? members of his family. So. <laughs> So, yeah. So if you're if you're not if you're if you're not taking that into consideration, you could end up with a big tax bill. Yeah. Yes, I I appreciate the advice to me that I you're gave welcome. already to yes. him, and he was, you know, he listened to his family. So Massachusetts I, office like to withhold. Steps, I can for only you, lead you to the water. I can't make you drink. Right. So, um, and I have recommended that he talk to someone, but his family. He's got people in his family that are financial in nature, so yeah. So whatever they're doing, right? I mean, this is this is part of what we. You probably have this happen to you. This is the psychology we yeah. deal with all the moving parts, right. and it's you know. Although I'm smiling about it, I'm smiling because there's so many obstacles and agendas that can get in the way of people's human nature to do a right plan for themselves. Because there's always the, oh, but if I do this this time, you know. <laughs> rob peter to pay paul and then oh if i do that over here i can do that over here this is what you're up against all the time or my family's in the way and they said i should do it this way versus that way or i don't want my family to know that or i mean there's so many pieces involved this yeah. i mean these are just examples so that popped in so my mind so that's an excuse for not taking action are you saying sometimes or they're looking at those people they respect their their um, yes uh, that too it's an excuse for not taking action yeah. it's a reason to get away with the actions that they've done because yeah. it fits their right. selective needs at the time because it's fun right. it's because they don't want to go against family right. it's because uh, there's yeah. and so 
I mean, that's kind of like, and I could take finances off the table and give you a variety of different things that happen in like the human nature day-to-day things that I hear, right. and it's the same thing. It's right. people come up with all the defense mechanisms, whether or not they're, you know, justifying, minimizing, catastrophizing, you know, um, in denial, bargaining for time. Those are all the pieces, whether we're talking finances or addiction or depression or divorce, it's all in there the same. It's just a matter of how you're... It's all about human behavior, right. bottom line. It's right, and behavior. so that's whether, why... Whether it's finances or, right. or drug addiction. And that's and that's right. why I think that yeah. it's such a good crossover and wanted you here because I think that it's so important for people to see that yeah. in this time when people are really struggling, and last week we were talking about how everyone's angry and resentful and money seems to be a kick on that topic, is right. that why not look at this from a serious level because people are struggling and when they're struggling they oftentimes are unhappy because this is the big piece right right yeah so yeah wow and then we go silent (laughs) i'm I'm contemplating whether to introduce the subject you're contemplating yeah introduce anything you want all of this comes down to well yeah uh, this all comes down to it's it seems to me it all comes down to the difference between seeking pleasure Yes. And the different and seeking peace. Yeah. And it struck me during the conversation that a lot of people equate peace with boredom. That's that's what. Say that again. <laughs> the differences between seeking pleasure and seeking, seeking pleasure peace. seeking peace. In other words, listen. You have a bunch of money. You can go play golf with it, and seek pleasure, or you can put some away and put oh. yourself in a good financial situation. Oh. Peace of mind and, and attain peace. Peace of right. mind. Exactly. Okay. Right. Because the theme of uh, the theme okay. of my show in the past like four or five right. weeks is, or even since we began, is that I've been saying that your what is your goal? And your goal is, and Lou's goal has been to find. He wants to have peace. At the end of the day, he wakes up with the goal of I want to be at peace today. At the you know, and and okay. I agree. So in you know, I want the voices in my head to stop. <laughs> and that. <laughs> Yeah. We've talked about well, no, that that's now. that's angst. That's lack of peace. That's <laughs> right. n- that's noise floor. That's things just coming at you all the time. See? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he, so he knows. Going, don't don't be. He knows. <laughs> I know. So he, we go. So going towards peace, but people do equate peace, and 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 Lou and I have talked about this. Is the psychology of of or or just the emotional state of being at peace and how you generate the perception of well peace means not having fun or being bored or not right. you're taking something everything's in the negative as opposed to peace so is like a good thing so let's let's bring this all together and and, and apply it to uh financial planning or okay. uh, fi- uh, um, your your financial situation uh pleasure versus peace peace of mind right mm-hmm. are we saying that um, when you do a financial plan you're seeking peace of mind and it's not pleasurable no. And, that, and that not doing a financial plan is more pleasurable than, than doing a financial plan? No, so, I, think so, the, I think I know the answer, so, but I guess I wanted so, to hear so, you. So, the hu- so human nature would be that, yeah. we'll, that we'll dance with the devil that we know. And if the, the, the devil that we know yes. is that we don't have a financial plan and right. we're still getting to have fun even though we're at a deficit, we'll stay with that until we see that there's pleasure out of doing the plan that will give us a better return on the other end. Now, the... Br- Right. Yes. Okay. So the bridge in between there with the work I do is similar to what you're talking about is getting a person to cross over and let go of the negative one, the one that's getting them stuck to see that there's pleasure in the unknown of what will come because Mm -hmm. that will actually be better. But people don't believe that. So it's it's. You can't get a person to just believe it just because you said so. You have to get them through baby steps to show them that. See, last week you didn't have this extra, but you stopped. And I'm using a basic thing: yeah. of you didn't have right. Starbucks didn't have this, this week. Ten. Right. Now you've got an extra hundred dollars. Right. Do you like? Do you see? And people all of a right. sudden, it's like inching away from the bad habit to say it's right. going to be okay. But people go to the all or nothing. And so, to your example, it, that's there's pleasure in the planning. There's it, I don't know if it's pleasurable to plan, but there's pleasure in the end <laughs> so, goal of the planning. But People will stay. Right. So it's all about changing behavior. Yeah, always. Right. Well, so, a, a person will choose golf over wondering if the electricity is going to be shut off right. on a given exactly. day. Exactly. It's seeking pleasure as opposed to seeking peace. You can live for the last two weeks of the month wondering whether the electricity is. I don't think I could, I don't think I could uh, 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 go out and uh, golf 
if I if I had these nagging issues. But people do. But, but that's, that's the, the point. difference, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing: is that that's why you're perfect today for this show, is because you are in like I'm in psychology, you're in finances, so we have our brains trained to the productive, positive side of the thing that we're in. Right. So for right. you to, to for you to jump over to that side and say I can't imagine I can't that, imagine that. Right. right? But what I'm saying is from my side of clientele that would come to you, which is human people in general, they're coming to you with the thing you can't wrap your head around right. at this point because that's yeah. where they are. They'd rather dance with the devil that they know than the devil that they don't. I want to go to Europe, and my in my head what I'm thinking is I'd rather heat the house this winter, but... <laughs> yeah, but people like, aren't thinking that. Yeah. Like right now they're thinking about, like, I want to go to Paris. Yeah. And people are already planning. I mean, you should see how many people I have in my practice saying, as soon as this is over, this is what I'm doing. And then they rationalize, I deserve that, this. And they're making, I have people yeah. that have got thousands of dollars bank because they're going to Europe. And they're rationalizing, I deserve Absolutely. this, I've earned this, I've come through the pandemic. And, and meanwhile, in December, it's a they, reward. they're going to be. Right. It's, it's a, a reward, reward exactly. Right. Yeah. When the real reward is not worrying about making your mortgage in December. You know, it, that's the real reward, having that peace. Right, and and I think so. You know, in for people like us, right, mm -hmm. every, and that are more financially trained to do that's the the thing that's good for us. Like I'm rewarded even more by the fact that in the past six months, I'm like, oh my god, I've saved all this money because I haven't been doing. You know, in my business, I do entertainment. You know, I go out and I see. Right. You know, people yeah. that I'm trying to yeah. you know do business with and all that stuff. And because that's all come to a almost halt. I'm like, oh, So you're having no. a hard time finding places to spend the money? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, no, I just yeah. am demotivated to spend it because now yeah, that I've seen it, okay, I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm yeah, yeah, not yeah. motivated to spend yeah. it. You know, people yeah. come in and say, hey, I don't know how yeah. much money I spent this week on yeah. Amazon. I'm like, oh, I'm staying away from Amazon. And I love Amazon. I'll, don't get yeah. me wrong. But uh-uh. But how many people, what do, you think, what do you think the percentage of people will return to their, um, like, for example, I eat out a lot. You know, I'm around. I eat out a lot. And I can't eat out a lot because it's a pain in the, pain in the neck right now. You you just asked the sixty million dollar or sixty billion dollar question, really? I, there are going to be a certain is, amount of people say I don't need to go out as much as I did. Right? Yeah. Ha, will will a consumer's behavior change? Change? Yeah. As, as well, permanently change. Maybe not permanently, but longer longer term because of what of, of what happened. So here's here's what I see as a trend psychologically, in terms of that. I think that there's enough fear that our people are still not going to come out for a long period of time, even even if we were right today saying everything's open and we're good. You've got people that are going to have, projectively in my mind, a year from the date that that happens, yeah. just knowing human nature, based on that predictability. Plus there's a lingering second wave. There's so, a lingering, this is an extended thing. We're going to have right, more so financial hardship ahead. Right, so you've got, you've got a, a pretty good margin by human nature that they're going to pull back enough out of fear that that's going to automatically take the financial spending down just because of that. Then you've got maybe, you know, 20% more. I mean, I'm just winging the numbers, but that you are going to have that are going to be people that are sort of dabbling on both sides and saying, yeah, I'll do a little bit more. And then you're going to have, of course, the remainder that are going to be like, woohoo, party. Uh, and that's, yeah. but I do think there's going to be a longer period of time of people holding in a habit that's now come up that we're not spending and we're not going and we're not doing because people are afraid. I think that that, the human fear factor is going yeah, to so be. Yeah, so does that, does that change longer, longer term? For example, I'll give you one good example yes. would be uh, dining out, right? Yes. So nobody's, not nobody, but uh, uh, there's a reluctance to dine out, mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of people are taking out because yeah, they right. they'd rather. Right. Yeah, right. So does that take out, does that change in the, in the um, number of people who are, are taking out instead of dining out, um, does that change longer term? Because they get in the habit of it, they like it, they enjoy it, they set up their house so that, so that they, can, they can do that uh, effectively and, and enjoy, it, enjoy it as much as they enjoy dining out. So, so I can speak to my clientele and then my own personal stuff is that what I've seen is and talked about with people is more people have said to me, and I would agree with this as well, is that there's an enjoyment that we have found in doing the takeout or cooking more at home and being at home yeah. than doing the go out. And by and large, most of my clients are saying, I'd rather do a takeout and come home and do, not to say they yeah. wouldn't do it once in a while because I've asked them and, and I always do like yeah. checking in. And that's by and large. And even I, I got takeout last night and I spend half 
of what I usually do if I go out on the takeout. So instead of $100, I spend 50 because I'm not having drinks and right. not doing all the stuff, sure. right? Right. Yeah. And the place that I get the takeout from has not opened up like other restaurants to even do outside because their takeout business is better yeah. than what they had with people sitting down yeah. and they can produce more. So their business is better. And I talk about these things because I'm yeah. interested, right? The psychology yeah. of it. And I've seen that in a couple different places that I've frequented over this time of yeah. takeout. And they're like, I'm not opening back up right now because I have more money lucratively yeah. filling my pockets than, than actually if I open up the doors to put Although I question that because they're not selling al alcohol and that's a high price. Right. Area, yeah, and they're, and they're not. Yeah. I wrote a piece a couple of weeks ago about the NFL worrying about this because I was a season ticket holder for 18 years. Right. And at a certain point, you get married, you have things, you just don't do season tickets anymore. And people doing season tickets now for the Patriots or any NFL team, they don't go to the games this year, and all of a sudden they're sitting home and they've got $800 more in their pocket. Yeah. And they haven't traveled, they Good haven't point. driven for four hours a day and, you know, yeah. sat in a parking lot and in traffic. And they're watching Red Zone, and they're sitting at home with their family and right. watching the game. How many people are going to go back and say, geez, I'd rather have that $800 a week in my Another pocket? Another example is uh, theaters. Theaters, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, great example. I don't even, is, are there any theaters open in, in the... Uh, Not in this state. I don't think in, so, no. In, no. Yeah. yeah. No. They're so, doing drive-ins. So, so people, people are streaming more, right? That's, yep. that's showing up in, in, the, uh, in the numbers, right? All the streaming companies are doing big, uh, big business. And you've got immediate releases here. Why would you go right. back, why would you go back yeah. into the theater? And so people are... In, and they're taking some of that money that they're saving, and they're investing it in home theater. Yep. Right. Right. So once you've invested in home why theater, you and you, why, why would you go back to the theater, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and I think. And sorry to get you off, off, oh, off no, track no, here, we're, but. No, we're but, good. Because uh, this I, is about the fight. Yeah. Like, people, you know, our listeners need to know that, like, these are trends that are actually happening. And right. this is a reason why you could end up in a year coming to you and seeing you, to, or even six months, or even, a, you know, a couple, whatever it is, because all of a sudden, you're not looking at it. They're not having the perspective like, oh, I did save that money to do this so that I wouldn't have to go back out in the world and do that. And now I can invest that extra to maybe have on the back end to take the trip that I want. Well, I was also thinking of it in terms of those trends turning into investment opportunities right. at the same time. Right. I think that's what I was saying. Yeah. I think. Okay. I think. I just said it different. <laughs> But it's, um, you've, you've shuffled the deck in terms, well, I'm guessing across the board, you behaviorally overall and in financial behavior, the deck's been shuffled. So take advantage of it and, and rework, put it back together in a way yeah. that you know, benefits you more yeah. or is more useful to you. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. but I, I think that if people don't have the awareness of their day-to-day -day behaviors that this has changed and people are just going about their business as if like, well, this is just a new thing and they're not registering that this is actually a financial windfall for you and looking at it that way, it's super important to bring that to light. That's why I wanted to have you here because this would be people... A, this would be a great time for people who are, who are um, experiencing a financial windfall to sit down if they haven't done any planning up to this point to do some financial planning absolutely it, it's stunning yeah. to think of the people who are and I'm, i don't mean to pick on them even though i'm jealous uh, the people who went through the unemployment insurance and got an extra six hundred dollars worth of income <laughs> i mean a few of the, not all of that is extra but let's say it's four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars it's such an opportunity and if you didn't think your way through that I, it's such a missed opportunity well, that's why I'm saying it's a, you yeah. know, it's a windfall. Yeah. It's a windfall. Like, it's an absolute you know, that's windfall. That's how I phrase it to my clients yeah. is that this is right. an opportunity. You were making $180 a week, and now you're making $600 a week or $670, whatever. I don't know, whatever it was. Yeah. But it's like, why not invest? But people are so excited about the pleasure of, ha pleasure of yeah. having it and giving them peace right. because they get to go out and do. Right. And that's the, that's the hard but thing that I have with people. The to dirty little secret is pleasure never brings you peace. Well, because and you have people that will debate you on that, that say, yeah. well, when I do these things, it makes me happy. And then and I say, well, when you're broke, when then what? Then they Usually the response is, does anyone know? I'll cross that bridge, bridge when, when I get, get there. Right. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then they're crying when we get there. Yeah. And that's the thing I try to, you know, I, I mean, I, I do use the humor like this with my, some of my clients that can, they can go there. Because I'm like, but that's what you, you know, in six months, you're going to be crying with me saying you don't have money. And then I'm going to say... I, I can't say I told you so, but I told you so. And again, I just want to uh, reiterate, you're not saying that it's a, it's a choice between pleasure no. and peace no, of mind. No, it's, it's... And I think that gets back to putting that 10% putting that away. Right. Um, and that's giving you peace of mind. That way you can take that the, the rest of it the, the, and spend it to give you pleasure. It's, it's, 
exactly that. It's not one or the other. It's right. about bridging the gap in a person's mind to get them right. to see that right. there will be more of that on this more side pleasure. once you right. change the behavior. Right. Instead of it being instant gratification, hold on for the next yeah. one, instant. It's now you're giving a plan that you can have that more likely all the time if yeah. you want it. If you do this, it's just people don't like to let go of the instant right now. Yeah, and that's that's our difficulty. And that's what I do all the time is bring it to the awareness, you know, because I can't say, here, go do this and expect that they're going to do it. I just say, here's, it's part of my job is to bring light to the situation for whatever it is for the person and then have them say, oh, or I'm okay with where I'm at. And until the pain, the pain, the emotional pain a person's in, whether it's because they're hurting financially or because they're in addiction or because they are overweight or whatever it is, the emotional pain has to be great enough for them to make the change. Mm -hmm. People will not make a change if the pain isn't great enough and they don't hit their bottom. And every bottom is different. So a person has to be, I mean, your, my financial bankruptcy is going to be different than yours in terms of how we perceive it. And therefore what we might say, Oh, that person's going to be struggling. They might be like, whatever. And I see that all the time. I mean, I've seen people at the negative, negative bank account, negative bank account, and they're still running out and doing, I'm like, Oh my God. And that would give me anxiety, but, but people do it because their bottom hasn't hit. It's funny you say, you say that because I do run into those situations where I'm more anxious about their financial <laughs> situation than they, yeah. than they are. And see, in yeah. my business, I see the anxiety yeah. and I can empathize so I can yeah. feel it and then I can walk away from it going, that's, you know, it's like a life lesson in my business always of like what not to do. Right. Because I see a lot of missteps that cause so much pain in people or people's families because of missteps like that nobody's perfect and but I certainly have that I get the benefit of seeing it that way because I'm on the other side of it seeing how people's choices make them either flourish or not or be at peace or not let me uh, Facebook meme that for you when the fear of staying the same is worse than the fear of changing that's when the magic happens that's right yeah you gonna do that for me yeah awesome I just pulled that Facebook this is meme why, out of there this is why this is why I'm here the big box. right why I'm here <laughs> yep <laughs> so, I, I, I I'm a golf tip guy. I like you, and you're a tennis guy. You like the tennis tips, right? That little thing that changes your whole yes approach. Absolutely, I'm a golf tip guy, yeah. and that, that's a golf tip. When the fear of staying the same is worse than the fear of changing, that's when things get interesting. That's right. That's when the magic happens. That's, that's when, when the, the magic, magic happens. happens. That's, that's, make sure. That was, that's, well, yeah, make I sure didn't you, write that. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So we're getting to the end of the show. Oh, really? Right. Flew by. Did it? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> um, and and hey, to his point, he's a really good tennis player. He is a really no, good. I'm not. He is. No, I'm he's not. like superstar. Yeah, yeah, right. He yeah. is. He really is. See, he can't he even take the compliment. It. I know he works out. This at is it. why he needs to come see me, is because he has a hard time taking compliments. Yeah, that's, that's my problem. <laughs> he's Brady-esque um, in his thought process about tennis. Right. So, it, so in like one or two sentences, what would you say listeners would do a takeaway today from like, uh, you know, about financial invest or financial investing, even if they don't have a lot of money or anything like that? In a couple of, in yeah. a couple of sentences. Um, good, good question. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Uh, uh, like if, okay. So if I, cause we've talked about fear, fear mm-hmm. is our generator today. You know, I'm, I'm afraid to come to you because you know, I'm embarrassed, and I don't want you to know that I, you know, only have a couple thousand dollars to invest. So, yeah. so how do you? What would be a tip for me to just take away today? I think I think the best thing that I could, the mm-hmm. best advice I could give uh, today yep. to somebody who's watching this yep. and is thinking about the situation yep. and wants to take that first step to get uh, um, to get started and get moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. take advantage of that uh, online financial manager. All right. Because you can you can you can create uh, log in, start putting all your uh, financial information in there. It doesn't cost you anything, awesome. and you can you can start getting a picture of where you're at right now. And then when you're ready, uh, and the other thing is that there's no um, there's no cost and there's no advertising. No one's trying right. to sell you anything. That's that's, that's the part I want to make. Right. What's the website? How do you get there? Um, so uh, go to andoveradvisorygroup.com. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there's a link there to um, to set up the um, uh, the online uh, financial manager, so or you can just send me you can just send me an email. It's and what's your email? It's Jeff at talkmoneyradio.com. And, and and yes, 
I think people should come to your show. Jeff has a show yeah. similar to this one in a pod yes. in podcast that goes yes. on every Monday at Monday morning, nine oh four AM. Nine nine oh four AM. Nine oh four AM. Wow. All right. And you can you can um, says the personal stats at nine forty five. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, he's fired but you can see but you, you can you can look at uh it's a facebook uh page yeah. it's yep. uh facebook.com forward slash uh, talk money radio you can just search for talk money you can just search for talk yeah. money radio because it can, comes up yeah and you can and you can see all the past the uh, uh, the past shows there too as well so yeah invite and people to. and Jeff talks about tons of different topics on his show yeah. and I encourage people to go over and yeah. and catch some of his his old shows yes and if you can get some of new because you know things we didn't even dream of talking about today are right. there you talk about yeah. investing and stocks and all that stuff that's yeah. you know really scary to most people which is also why about, I said, also about student finance and taxes and, yeah. yeah so it's it's good advice and and so but um and then as far as i go in two weeks a friend of ours is coming on dr mike calhoun so everyone on the tw what is that lude the 26th yeah the 26th sure. well, let's of let's go with that gonna, august gonna is, talk gonna talk about uh, uh back back pain we're gonna and, talk uh, about getting your spine chiropractic in line. care and mental health and how it helps your mental health just like financial right. planning oh. um and it's actually quite fascinating just like your topic so it's it's a little different than your topic but nonetheless but if anyone wants to see old podcasts of mine or listen you certainly can go to uh spotify google uh youtube facebook or you can come to my uh, website gamefaceconsulting.com that's right or your daily game face because i'm here every wednesday at 9 45 yeah really appreciate the uh, uh the opportunity to come on and, thank you uh, talk for about this this uh, topic so Thank you for great. coming. He was a great guest. Thank you so yeah, much. I, I knew he would be. As always. All right. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. See you.